CJ Jordan. Welcome back to the CL Bryan Show. CJ, how are you? I am wonderful. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure and an honor to be with you and your listening audience. Great to be with you, CJ. Tell us about this victory and what does it signal, not only for the great state of Virginia, but what does it signal for the rest of the country? Well, it it, it does two things. One, it shows that when you put up quality candidates that have a message, those that are not afraid to go into the Black community. And it showed also the leadership of Glenn Youngkin, our governor-elect, because Virginia, um, each one of those offices, um, the governor, lieutenant governor, and the attorney general, all individual statutory races um, and jobs. But it also showed that he valued running as a ticket to ensure that the messaging was there. You know what, CJ, uh, many had called in uh, the day that I was talking about. And hell, and listen, Michelle, CJ, please uh, help me get Winsome on. I want to expose her to the largest and the most number one audience in the country, red state talk audience uh, in the country. And uh, but But one thing that really... I got a lot of response from is when she called out Joy Reid and Winsome Sears said that if Joy Reid is woman enough, she would come on Joy Reid's show. Everybody that heard that statement said, now there is a woman of character. And let me say this to you. You just said it uh, so well that these are the types of candidates that we need, the ones who will call out, just call them out into the streets of Dodge City at high noon. They call them out and say, if you're woman enough, if you're man enough, we'll talk about the issues. I haven't heard Joy Reid respond to that. Have you, CJ? Well, no, and I think it's it's more than just that and, and calling them out. The problem that we have had, and as you know, I've, was the first major black consultant to the Republican National Committee um, in coming off successful two conventions. Um, we have not in a long time really valued how we were going to be the party of Lincoln, the big tent, to vet what I call quality candidates. A lot of times we have had black candidates that have run that had no business being on the ticket, had no business running. And we, as black Republicans, even though it's a small number of us, we also have to lift that voice and say no sometimes. And that's how we get quality candidates that we can put up statewide and run for Congress like a Brian McDonald, um, a Senator Tim Scott, because sometimes we have to say no in order for the right one to come forward, just like we have Herschel Walker down in Georgia that's running for the Senate. So we have to begin to assess who do we want to run on our behalf and challenge and speak to the party elders and say, you know, it's great that everybody wants to run, but we have to have the right candidate. And we also have to have that conversation within our circles because 
oftentimes when we do get the right candidate, um, not always are black Republicans supportive of the right quality candidate when we get one. So it's twofold. And so challenging joy before we get to that point, it's about being in the community because most people are not talking about the fact that when some got 16% of the black vote, she got 36% of the Asian vote and 38, no, 36% of the Hispanic vote and 38% of the Asian vote um, in Virginia. And that was that total. Wow. And, wow. and so, yes. And so it can be done and it's a model going forward, but it says something else. It also says that those of us CL who have gone to the RNC campaign management school and have our certificate, um, that we can do more than just black engagement. That yeah. we can manage a campaign, um, we can raise money, and only if you give us an opportunity, and we can be general consultants, you know, we can do digital ad, and so we can do more when given an opportunity. Absolutely. And you know what? C.J. Jordan is my special guest, uh, the campaign manager for the successful campaign of Winsome Sears there in the great state of Virginia. We can win. Uh, that's what that's what that's what this has shown. That's what your uh, consultant uh, uh, group and, and CJ tell everybody how to uh, get in touch with you if in fact they want to solicit your services. Well, I think the key thing is they go to um, and just do CJ Jordan forty five at iCloud dot com. Um, that's how they reach me, or they can um, go on Facebook under CJ Jordan and. Um, DM me and find me there. But I think we now have an opportunity, CL, going forward um, to look at the races that are coming up statewide um, to see if there's an opportunity to put a person of color, Black, Latino, or Asian based on where we're trying to go. Um, Look at additional appointments on boards and commissions. We now have this opportunity. The opportunity the is becomes, there. The opportunity is yeah. there. When you peel off 16%, when a, when a black Republican woman peels off 16% of the black vote and is peeling off in the 30s among Spanish and Asians, that, friends, is a seismic shift in attitude as far as voting is concerned. You mentioned um, uh, the black vote as well. And I want to I want to go back to something that you said about uh, getting information out uh, to our people, Do, are, 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 to black people. Are they uh, aware that the Republican Party and, and are we messaging this in the right way? Are that the Republican Party was the first home of the black vote for cause. There was a reason why. Uh, the Republican Party was the first home of black people. How do we better message that? You are the type of person who does that type of thing. Talk to us. Well, it, it, it's it's twofold. One, this generation doesn't understand anything about Lincoln and the correlation between Lincoln what he, and what he did for the black community and what the Democrats did to get rid of Reconstruction after Lincoln was assassinated. So we don't know because we're not teaching it in schools. The second thing, it comes down to policy and issues 
and showing up. It was a total grassroots campaign. And, and by that, I mean, we went to public housing to hear what they had to say. We had no money on poll to do, you know, polling. And I, polling was done old-fashioned. You show up, tell me what your issues are. And those sister girls told us, and we didn't reinvent the wheel. It was, you guys are leaving our child behind. Where did we hear that from? Leave no child behind from, from Bush because he ingrained that when he was moving charter schools forward. So, and you down in Louisiana, after Katrina, you were able to expand charter schools down in Louisiana. It gave that opportunity. And it is still that opportunity. Education is still that opportunity. Most people don't realize that Booker T. Washington was born and raised as a slave here in Virginia. And the vast majority of our HBCUs owe a great deal of gratitude to him because he was instrumental in bringing then-Black-owned businesses together to support the founding of those HBCUs. So we cannot run from our history. We have to embrace our history, and we have to make sure that our elected leaders are not afraid to offer internships so that our community can see us. Because if they don't see us, then it's like, you know, where are we? Where do we fit? And it allows the left to define what what should not be defined in an opposite direction. Because Republicans, we are compassionate conservatives. Um, we care about education. We've always championed education. Going back to the one schoolhouse and um, back in the day through yeah. Rosenberg, we talked about that on prior shows. We just have to deal with it in modern terms and show up. And and go, yes. Do we don't agree with the NAACP? But let me tell you how many presidents of the local NAACP that we get to open their arms and have a conversation with one some. Weren't gonna agree on everything. But what is it that President Reagan said? 80, 20 rule? Yeah. It always is that way. And you know, CJ, twenty percent of uh, most of the people do the work. And, and that is that is just absolutely true, especially in the Republican Party. Now, let me ask you this. Our young people are um, uh, many times uh, attacked with this critical race theory. And one of the issues that did, in fact, sweep uh, both uh, Governor-elect Youngkin and uh, Lieutenant Governor-elect uh, Sears into office was critical race theory and the teaching of it in school. I, I never thought that Terry McAuliffe would uh, say the things that we heard him say uh, as far as parents uh, not having any type of, uh, don't, don't have a right to participate in, in what their children learn. That was the stupidest thing I've heard any politician ever say. But I think Yunkin and Sears may have actually squeaked that out either way, that that went. What's the mood now, C.J. Jordan, in Virginia, now that Yunkin and Sears will be ascending to the governor's uh, chair? Well, I think for all three candidates, Yunkin, um, Winsome, and Jason Marares, the key thing for all of them has been um, now it's about governing. Um, you know, they all get sworn in on January the 15th. And 
the first 60 days, because we're in a 60-day session, is going to be on the budget. And, you know, Governor-elect Youngkin talked about his one-day plan about, you know, repealing the grocery tax. Um, why do we have a tax on groceries? You know, we have several different tax, but why are we having an additional tax on groceries? What do we need to do to get us back to energy independence um, in the state of Virginia when at the end of the day, we were energy independent under Trump. And now we're having the current administration, you know, cut off all the leases and bagging, you know, foreign leaders um, to include China to open up their oil fields so that we can get oil and gas when we were energy independent. So, you know, it's about what do we do with that? How do we expand educational opportunities when Virginia only has eight charter schools? Virginia has six HBCUs in which Glenn early on did his homework, met with every HBCU president, um, and talked about that they need to be equally funded. Um, he talked about our land-grant institutions um, and making sure from an agriculture standpoint, we were part of the conversation like Virginia State is a land-grant institution, like the fact that we have um, about... 30% of black farmers here in Virginia, most people don't know that, but everybody, he ran an, an inclusive campaign to where our conservatives didn't feel abandoned. He talked about life and the quality of life. He talked about not defunding the police, but he talked about safe neighborhoods. And those are things that the black community along with conservatives, along with the Latino and Asian community, all got behind because they were central themes. And when you look at crime going up rapidly every day, everybody wants this education and safe neighborhoods. How Kids has, are it, getting been? Mon- How has it been, CJ? How has it been? I want with CJ Jordan, uh, campaign manager, successful campaign manager in every way of the word. Uh, for Winsome Sears and in her own right. She has highly, is a highly accomplished uh, woman who has made her mark in the Grand Old Party. And she is my special guest here today. How is it possible, CJ, that uh, the liberals don't see that black folks are not wanting to taste or buy what they are cooking as far as this defunding the police. How is it that they don't see that? What makes them tone deaf to what is being said uh, in uh, minority and in, in, in communities, period, across this country when we're talking about smash and grabs and all that? Uh, why is there such a tone deafness among them? Well, it, it, the tone deafness comes, again, it comes back to messaging and it comes back to being there and showing up. We don't put boots on the ground. We are not in the community to ask those questions and to hear about those concerns. I mean, you remember back in the day when Daddy Bush went to Harlem and went to public housing in New York? Yeah, And it was such a shocker to individuals that he went there. Well, we just can't write them off. We have to go in, just like we go to every place else to have a town hall meeting. 
we must go in and hear the, the concerns of the residents, the underprivileged, to figure out, okay, we just can't sit back and say, yeah, we see the test scores and we know we need charter schools and, and better this. Lynn and Winsome went to the hood. They showed up at the hood and listened to the concerns of those that lived in the projects. That leads me and to so, ask you this question. Let me ask you this question then. Uh, having uh, been a pulpit minister for many years, uh, have not been uh, in the have been not been pastoring any church up any pulpit uh, for the last uh, uh, eight eight years. But let me ask you this: Is the black church? And I use this phrase on uh, my speaking tours: uh, Is the black church coming to Jesus? Are they beginning to see? Is the black preacher, from your estimation, beginning to see that there is a different message out there that he should be, in fact, informing his congregations about? Talk to us. Well, here's the thing. You know, the church that I grew up in, and I'm sure the church that you grew up in, was never the church that you went to to get along. Right, right. Your pastor was there to give you the word of Jesus, to tell you where you were sitting and backsliding, and it's our right to come to Jesus because he died for our sins. Right. He never, we didn't grow up saying that, okay, you can go out there and be in the world and it's all right and let the world come into church. Right. We have a problem in the church. Right. And we have a problem with uh, many of our black pastors accepting the world in our church. Wow. Because when the, and so when the doors of the church are supposed to be open, and when they say, come as you are, that is true. You come as you are and you give yourself to Jesus mm-hmm. and to repent for your sins. You don't come there to say, okay, it's fine for you to go out there on Saturday night and be drunk and come to church drunk and do this drunk, and you go out and do this, 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 all of that's great and good. No. You went to church to get a word to say, you know, what you did last night was not cool, but God still loves you. That's it. That's it. And so we have to have a very hard conversation because we have too many pastors being in the world and allowing the world to be in the church. And our children don't know right from wrong. And we're getting mixed messages about what that means. And when we're talking on the third day of Hanukkah, going into the second week of Advent, you know, this is the time where we learn about the miracle in the, in the Maccabees, but it's also about the time that we learn that guess what? God said, behold, my son will be coming. Get ready. And the question I have is if you, you know, the one thing that people didn't see, but if you were on the ground in this election, every event that Glenn, Jason, and Winston attended, grassroots, it started with a prayer, ended with a prayer. Yes. Yes, that was one of the most admirable things about the campaign. It really was. And I really uh, want, uh, Michelle, 
uh, CJ, help me get um, uh, Winsome on the show. Uh, in fact, it'll be her. I'll, I'll turn. I, I want to hear her. I want America to hear her voice on this platform, Red State Talk. Uh, and, uh, of course, um, we certainly want to uh, help in any way that we can uh, as she um, helps to make Virginia the great state that it once was and certainly can be again. And I want to thank you one more time. Give out uh, how people get in touch with you, C.J. Jordan. You got the last word. Um, email cjjordan45 at iCloud or just go onto Facebook and find me, CJ Jordan, and just DM me. And, and you know, I'm here. I'm ready to serve, continue to serve, and just to be a beacon of light for, you know, for the party. I mean, we have this tremendous opportunity going into 2022 and as a lead up to 2024, um, to do some great things. And I'm hoping that, you know, where we can, we can get more quality candidates to run statewide, um, quality candidates to run for school board, as well as for um, congressional and state um, representatives and state senators. Um, you saw in this particular election cycle how important school boards are. Even as, if it's the dog catcher, even if it's the guy, most people don't know there's a water board. Some people have water boards in their communities and county commissioners. So, you know, step up to the plate. You know, don't be afraid to be and say that you are conservative and get out there and represent the party and show up. Yeah. I cannot tell you grassroots does matter. Yes, ma'am, it does. And go to FreedomWorks, freedomworks.org, and become a part of the largest grassroots movement in the nation. We boast six million on uh, the ground. I'm proud to be a senior fellow uh, with them. And I, my guest here on the CL Bryant show has been CJ Jordan, campaign manager for Winsome Sears there in the great state of Virginia. CJ, as always, continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will because that you because you are fighting the good fight. And I certainly do thank you so much for being on with me. And you're going to be on again real soon. God bless and keep you. Talk to you soon.